Tash Show Podcast. You remember, Jim, last month we had a guy uh, send us a video. One of our listeners sent us a video. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was fishing in the Thames River in London, Ontario. And he saw a guy making love to a retaining wall <laughs> on the banks of the mighty Thames. Yes. He found a little crack in the wall, and he was just going at it. The guy said he watched for about 45 minutes. He was going up and down the, the river, and he, he could see the guy uh, continuing to do what he was doing for about 45 minutes. Some sting tantric levels lovemaking right there. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, people in inanimate objects seem to to get along very well sometimes, and especially autumn. It's such a romantic time of year, right? Pumpkin spice, the colors are changing. Oh, I'll pump your spice. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> Yeah, this guy, keep this guy away from your jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of families were eating at a restaurant in northern England recently. Outside the window in a nearby parking lot, a guy started having sex with a pile of leaves. Oh! Uh-huh. Huh. Witness uh, saw him thrusting his pelvic region into the leaves with his pants around his ankles. Staff from a nearby hotel eventually went up and confronted the guy. One of them yelled, what are you doing, you dirty bastard? <laughs> what a quote. At that point, he pulled his pants up. He ran off and tried to hide in some bushes. But he came out of the bushes once the police got there. <laughs> his name's Michael Golskorski. He's 26 years old. Turns out he was drunk and on drugs. He oh. told the judge in court... Uh, the other day that he didn't remember any of it and he was embarrassed by the whole thing he ended up getting eight weeks in jail he also had to pay a small fine i wonder i wonder if he just ran into a frustrated homeowner who while he was drunk and high just said oh f these leaves he's like wait a second that's a good idea sounds like a plan (laughs) eight weeks in jail that's a the fall's gonna be over by the time he gets out (laughs) But about those sexy snow banks will be around. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Uh, a leaf humper. Leaf blower, I said. <laughs> leaf humper. From TMZ, Fortnite superstar Jarvis. Lifetime banned for cheating. Epic Games doubles down. Uh-oh. You know, he's, uh, these young gamers, they'll have YouTube channels, Jim, and people will watch them. On YouTube or Steam, is that the other Twitch. one? Twitch. Twitch. Mm-hmm. And watch them play games. So they become superstars, man. Like, this kid's got two million followers. Uh, that means he's got almost a million bucks, too, if not more, I bet, at this point. Two million followers on YouTube. And he has been banned. Now, how do you cheat at Fortnite? This guy's 17 years old. Faze Jarvis is his name. Younger brother of gaming star Faze K, of course. <laughs> He's from Britain. And he was caught using aimbots. For your information, aimbots is an illegal hack that essentially autofocuses your weapons in Fortnite on opponents, making it much easier to hit your target and to get kills. It's basically the gaming version of steroids. 
Jarvis admitted to using the aimbots in an emotional video. Oh, no. You're out of here, some of that. Oh, God, here's, yes. Here's FaZe Jarvis, banned from Fortnite for cheating. You know, it's, it's obvious that I made a massive mistake. And, of course, I would never think about doing anything like this again. You know, when I was making those videos, I never thought about the consequence. You know, the amount of happiness I get from playing Fortnite every day is crazy. Like, just waking up and being able to play the game is just so much fun. And now, now I, I can't, I can't play Fortnite at all. I've been permanently banned. Like, you know, I, I know how much you guys all love Fortnite and how much you love watching me play Fortnite. It, you know, it's, it's crazy how one game can genuinely just change your life forever. And it's just allowed me to become a regular part of your lives where you, you get home from school or work or whatever and you'll just watch my videos like it's truly amazing to me this also makes me so sad because i just know now that i can never go to any other events or like even be a part of the fortnite community just like the amount of obviously this is going to prevent me from going to any other events or even exploring other opportunities and especially meeting you guys at these tournaments you know it's just it's so crazy you know i love this game so much i'm still gonna love this game oh, so hard <laughs> i'm kind of I'm jealous of this kid I, there's not a lot of stuff in life that I'm that passionate about that I would I would cry if it was taken away from me. Obviously, my family. Sure, sure. Uh, but I wish I loved Fortnite as much as this guy. Well, it's not even about loving it. Like, he was making probably a great living on it. He's 17, living the dream, playing video games professionally, and he blew it for cheating. Yeah. He, he had it made, didn't he? Yes. And now he's banned for life. Epic Games has said... Uh, yeah, we saw the video, but zero tolerance on cheating. It's not fair to the people who are playing the game fairly. Banned for life. Totally. I'm still going to love this game no matter what happens. Like, I just wish I could have known how badly I was messing up because I would never have ever thought of even making those kind of videos if I knew that this could have actually happened. I know now how big of a mistake this was, and, like, I, it's just... There's, there's nothing I can... Epic Games, you know, I, I know how big of a mistake I made. I like... <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> He's only a kid. I do feel bad for him in a way, but maybe it's a good thing you're taking a break from Fortnite, buddy. Too invested. Go outside, <laughs> kick around a soccer ball. Enjoy some sunshine. Maybe try some real steroids. Get out there and live a little. Called yesterday to try and make an appointment for uh, my snow tires, getting those things swapped off. Mm -hmm. Pretty busy. No doubt. Cold weekend. And, uh, and they're all booked up. Now, you, Jim, don't have to worry about that, right? No, no. Kept mine on all year. They're not all seasons either. <laughs> They're your snow tires. Yeah, it was one of those things where, you know, May rolled around and I didn't have them off yet. And then, like, I put it off. And then, and then next thing I know, it was July. And I'm like, well, it's too embarrassing now. I don't want to go to Cal Tire and, like, admit that it's July. So I just said, I'm going to suck it up. All the guys are on vacation. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, we just, uh, it's the middle of summer. Yeah, what are you thinking? Go back in a month and put them back on? And honestly, I didn't think anybody <laughs> would know. Like, the average Joe would just notice that they're winter tires. But four or five people would call me and be like, do you still have your winter tires on? So I guess it's obvious, but I'm dumb when it comes to tires. I've got something to admit, and this might make you feel a little bit better. I just realized as I was organizing my garage uh, to get everything ready for winter time, I found my uh, my car mats, my summer car mats. Completely forgot to put them in. Yeah, I feel like summer car mats are overrated. Like, are they carpet? The carpety ones, yeah. And are they any better? I they're they're nice, but they get dirtier. Right. So I kept the, the rubber ones in there. Yeah, I like hosing them off, to be honest. Way more than, like, vacuuming them or, or trying to clean the junk out of the long shag carpeting mats. Well, this does not surprise me, Jim. Coming from a guy who keeps his winter tires on all summer. <laughs> the summer mats are a priority. I'm shocked to hear <laughs> that you're also a fan of winter mats in the summertime. Honestly, I've never... They, they have been in my trunk since I bought my car. The carpety ones? The carpety ones. They look great, though. They're you so should, fresh. You should utilize, utilize them around your house. Put them around the toilet. <laughs> yeah, when I step out of the shower. <laughs> Wanna see you peacock, Sports time. Devin Peacock is here. And we're talking about the lighter side of sports, Dev. We are. And uh, Kevin Harlan is, I think, one of the underappreciated announcers out there. He can call a good game, but also when something funny happens, he can really rise to the moment. So a couple years ago, he was doing Monday Night Football, and a fan ran on the field, and this is what happened. Third and four, looks into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat. And a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms. Bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Yeah, that guy probably was arrested. But almost worth it to have that piece of audio to play for your buddies for the rest of your life. They didn't really show it on TV. So on TV, you see just like see someone run by, and then they never show the guy who runs on. Yeah, because for that reason, they yes. don't want to encourage that sort of behavior, right? Kevin might have done it with that. <laughs> so last night in on Monday Night Football, a black cat runs onto the field, and once again, Kevin Harlan was there to call the run. He's who brought walking. the cat? He's walking to the three, he's at the two, and the cat is in the CDW red zone. CDW, people who get it now, a policeman, a state trooper has come on the field, and the cat runs into the end zone! That is a touchdown! And the cat is elusive, kind of like Barkley and Elliott. But he didn't know where to go. Look at they're trying to corner him, and they got him in the end zone. There are state troopers all around this cat, which now climbs up into the stands, and the fans are running for their line. Now it goes back on the field again. <laughs> and it's running in the back of the end zone. <laughs> and it runs up the tunnel. <laughs> it runs up the tunnel. Oh. It's done. Yeah, cat, black cat ran on the field during Monday Night Football last night, delayed the game. The uh, black cat was, you know, black cat, you know, superstitious for a lot of people. He was really lucky for the Dallas Cowboys. They scored, outscored the Giants 34-9 to after that happened. It was <laughs> terrible for the Giants. However... 
Uh, Dak Prescott, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, did not want anything to do with that cat. Uh, I just was wondering who was going to catch the thing. Uh, I wasn't getting <laughs> close to it. Um, I'm not uh, superstitious or anything, but uh, I wasn't getting near it. And uh, thank- thankful we got that thing out of the stadium and was able to get back to the game. It was a good omen, though. You yeah. got scored right after that. Turned your way after that. Uh, yeah, I mean, things weren't good up to that point, so I mean, it could only, be, it could only get better from there. Uh, so I, I thought about that. I definitely thought about that. I guess, uh, I guess we'll start rolling now that the black cats come in bad for the Giants. So uh, who knows? Uh, fun first time, I guess, I've seen an animal run on the field that I've been a part of. Kind of feels like he is superstitious if he didn't want yeah. anything to do with it. <laughs> I'm not superstitious at all, but I will never touch it, and I'm scared to death of it. If you want, if you want to beat the uh, the Cowboys, all you got to do is put some ladders near the end zone. Yeah, wait till Dax Prescott looks in a mirror and then smash it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if uh, Black Cats are good luck next time the Cowboys play the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Uh, Chaz and Jim, I think we can all agree that distracted driving is a bad thing. Mm-hmm got to do what you can to uh to deter people from texting while behind the wheel of a vehicle but the latest uh move by the canadian authorities is a little controversial they've come up with something known as a textalizer if they suspect you've been drinking they give you the breathalyzer Mm -hmm. this is the textalizer it would allow police to do roadside scans on suspected distracted drivers cell phones to see if they, in fact, had been uh, texting behind the wheel. Hmm. So if there was an accident, I guess, the cops could run back the information on your phone and see if you're texting at that moment? Yeah, see if you're uh, dialing and yeah. see what you're doing on your phone. But uh, the big concern is privacy, right? If, mm-hmm. they're, if they're scanning your phone... You got pictures on there. You got information, banking information, uh, health information. Mm-hmm. You know, what if you're a major drug trafficker or yeah, something? Then they figure up, that out. Trying to pick up some <laughs> drugs from your buddy. Uh, what if you got cocaine all over your screen? <laughs> you know, it's a it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't really like it either. I I feel like we have enough problems with privacy. Mm-hmm. We don't need another way for the police to infringe on your privacy. And it doesn't sound that preventative. It's mostly just like a a punitive thing, like after the fact. It's not stopping anybody from texting. Yeah. There's got to be some technology that can be utilized, like uh, a sensor that knows if your phone, you have to put your phone in your trunk if you're a distracted driver, if you're convicted of distracted driving. Just like the, the drunk drivers that get the things that you have to blow into the... Mm-hmm. Uh, before your car will start mm-hmm. something where you have to put your phone in the trunk in order to get your car to start yes there's so, always a way around it i mean yeah. like, people who are convicted of, of drunk driving can get their friend to blow into the breathalyzer thing right sure. there's, a, there's a way around it but it's just the the fact that it's there and it, it would be a deterrent i think if yeah you had to have your phone in the trunk it's God. I, I I don't know what the answer. If it was a simple answer, somebody would have came up with it already. But maybe like if it was connected to your Bluetooth of your car. Most cars nowadays have Bluetooth, and if you get convicted, the Bluetooth will switch off the signal. Yeah. Why don't the cell phone companies just install a GPS program that senses when you're in a vehicle and moving, and then disable your texting services? 
Yeah, just, just disable the text so you can still listen to a podcast or you could still uh, use your Google Maps. Or you could still yeah. call a radio station while you're driving, sir. Hands-free. Hands-free. <laughs> See, we still, that's... Yeah, I, that's I, fine. I'm, on, I'm on the phone in my car all the time. Hands-free as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's never worth it, though, to text message while you're driving. I just imagine yeah. that one time you, you hit someone. Yeah. And you ruin your life. Yeah, just disable the text feature. And, of course, the There's YouTube an feature. There's an option. You can do that on most phones. There's an option, but you have to decide to do it is the problem. Mm. I don't know if a judge can mandate you to have that option on. If it senses you are in a car, it will, it'll send a message back if someone texts you that says, I'm currently driving. I will text you when I'm available. Mm. It's like an yeah. auto-reply feature, but it's not a mandatory thing. You choose to do that because you can't trust yourself going back to the alcohol thing would be like a guy who doesn't buy beer and put it in his fridge because he knows he'll drink it all yeah we've all been there (laughs) canadian police may be using new technology called the textalizer which lets them scan your phones to see if you were texting or you were distracted driving um when they pull you over Uh, concerns about privacy People don't think you should be letting the police into your phones like that. We're wondering what you guys think. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. If it saves lives, I'm all for it. So you, you would let the police into your phone, and they could you don't know what data they have access to? I, I would let the police do whatever they want. You know what? There's no such thing as privacy anymore. It's a, it's a joke. Yeah, you know, what the, you know what the police should do? Just uh, come up with an old face app and then everyone will give their information away for free right people download stupid apps and give their their information to russians and mm-hmm. and china and then they complain because the opp want to see if they were texting while driving because of uh, privacy exactly meanwhile every other country in the world has access to all their photos that's my point everybody has facebook and social media people do banking online and then people start using the word privacy privacy doesn't exist now sure it it still does to a certain extent well to a certain extent jim but i mean like i just everybody has these privacy settings on on social media but if the cia want to know who you are they're gonna find out we've got a text message here the text a loser is a bad idea. <laughs> Good play on words there. <laughs> Textalizer? No, the text a loser is a bad idea. Currently, I am driving. I'm dictating this text message. It's less distracting than having a passenger in the car. How would they be able to prove that the text messages that were sent from my phone weren't dictated and that I was actually touching my cell phone? I don't know. I feel like that'd be pretty easy to figure out. The phone would keep a record of that. Phone keeps a record of everything. <laughs> Here's another text. F the police. Okay. Okay. Straight <laughs> to the point. Bring back stick shift and banned automatic transmissions, and that way <laughs> everyone's hands are too busy to text while they're driving uh. a car. <laughs> Cell phone jammers in cars. Thanks, Duca. Corey says, and I kind of like this idea, actually. If you're convicted of texting and driving, distracted driving, 
the police put a great big bumper sticker on the back of your car to let everybody know you're a distracted driver. It says text a loser on it. <laughs> text a loser. <laughs> <laughs> big sticker on the back of window if convicted. Mm. And we, we know who to avoid when we're on the roads. There'd be a lot of stickers out there. Yeah. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.